right, welcome back to the Armed and Deadly Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Portwood. And this is the reintroduction to Armed and Deadly. I've been sporadic at recording these episodes and I have not been consistent. And that has poured over into every other facet of my life inconsistency so and that's why I even started this podcast so that's what I'm gonna talk about what is armed and deadly why did I even start this podcast to start with to begin with then I have a few notes to remind myself along the way and so for you guys that have been listening in the past Love you. I appreciate it. I am back and better than ever. I am clear. I am focused. I am ready to take this thing to the next level. And Armed and Daily will be the best, the biggest army of dads on this planet that are ready to stand up, that are ready to shine their light, that are ready to be the example and to set the standard and to exceed the standard for the next generation. End of story. So, let's start. Why? Why did I even want to start a freaking podcast to begin with? Who starts a podcast? Well, I guess I do. You know, I, uh, I'd been listening. I'd started listening to some podcasts. Um, Ryan Mickler, the Order Man podcast, was a big, um, a, a big contributor to me wanting to start my own podcast because I, I had learned some some tips and tools and tricks and you know things that had helped me along the way. And my Freaking video has frozen. See, once again. And I don't do crazy edits on my podcast either. For now, anyway, because I I don't have an editor. I don't have, like, all that stuff that these other glamorous podcasts have. So, if you, if you don't like that, then you're probably not going to like my podcast to start with. Maybe as we grow, I'll get somebody to edit for me. But I do all this myself. Like I am, I'm just a regular old dude that decided to share a message and be better. And I just want you guys to understand that you can do the same thing. We're all the same. We're all, we're all just men, you know, we're all just trying to do better. And again, once again, my video has frozen. So I, hopefully this thing is actually recording the way I intended to. Take a sip of the old black coffee with some salt because I'm doing a 24-hour fast currently. So, why'd I start? You know, other podcasts helped me. And then, all of a sudden, October the 11th, 2018 hit. And for those of you guys that know me, know what that day, what the significance of that day was. That's the day that my good friend... Dare I say best friend, best, he was a best friend to many, many men, 
Brad Clark got killed in the line of duty. Lieutenant Brad Clark with Hanover County Fire and EMS here in the Richmond, Virginia area. He was out on the interstate, him and his crew. I should not exclude those guys. Um, he and his crew were out on the interstate attending to a, a motor vehicle accident. It was storming. It was a hurricane. It was a monsoon or whatever was coming through. Um, and a tractor trailer came through, wasn't paying attention, and creamed right into him. Brad was the epitome of a hero. Those hero stories that you hear on TV and they make movies about, Brad essentially pushed his crew, warned his crew, got his crew out of the way, and he took it. And it took his life. There's no no greater love than that to a man that will give his life for a friend. John fifteen thirteen. If you if you're watching on YouTube, I have John fifteen thirteen tattooed on my arm. So one of the guys lost his leg. That man is still working today, full time as a firefighter with an with a prosthetic. Another guy was um yeah, he got banged up pretty good, and he was given the opportunity to to, to retire. Um, one of the other guys really didn't have any physical scars, but that's no doubt doesn't you know no doubt he he will carry that scene with him for the rest of his life, and he's still in the fire department as well. He didn't leave. So in the moments after, after that day, you know, I had found myself, I was very busy because there's a lot of stuff going on. There were, you know, funeral plans and the thing was, is, you know, guys that are in the military will write, they'll write a letter just in case they were to have died in the line of duty, they'll write a letter to their family, you know, saying what they would want, telling their family what they, how they feel, you know, and all that stuff. And Brad being the, the thinker of, of everything, and he had had that letter written. You know, he was an Army vet as well, so, you know, that was, that was his mentality. He already had that written. And when I think back of it, Back to it, I actually remember him sitting at Station 6, and, and I walked into the room, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm writing this letter. I actually was there when he was doing it. I didn't even realize it. And the thing was, is I was in that letter. I was part of the, the wolf pack, is what they call, you know, he wanted us to carry his casket and, and fold his flag and ride on the engine with him for that last ride. And what a, what an honor that was. And I will never forget, never forget it. The other thing is I was to speak on stage at his funeral and I had never spoken in front of anybody really, not to mention 
several thousand people in attendance and then it being live broadcast on TV. But there I was. Because Brad saw in me always what I never saw in myself. And it was one last time for that sucker to get me. I got you, you son of a bitch. And there I am standing on stage. And I know he's up there freaking rolling, laughing. Because I was uncomfortable. But I did it. And he knew I and he knew I would do it. So needless to say, I was freaking overwhelmed by activity during during that time. So didn't have really had time to process, you know, what what had happened really. And what does what does every good man do when they're Struggling with something. We just add more shit to our plate. That's what we do. Because we're men. Right? Let's just add some more stuff to our plate so we can mask the pain. So we can... That's how we cope. We'll just do a bunch of... Bunch of... Bunch more stuff. You know. Sooner or later. That started to catch up with me. As I... Found myself one day coming home and, you know, I was working, still working full time in the fire department. I had gotten my real estate license and it, this thing is all messed up. I'd gotten my real estate license uh, sorry, while well, I'm reading a reading a prompt here on my computer if this thing doesn't record I am going to be pissed so I'd gotten my real estate license you know I'm selling freaking couple houses a month while I'm working 24 hour shifts at the firehouse and still trying to be super dad and good husband and you know and hell I am because I am the man I'm doing it all I can do it all can't hold me down right that's what we do that's what us dudes do. But it don't work. That shit don't work. So as I come home one day, you know, I look at my wife. I'm like, you know, it sure as hell would be nice if I felt like I was appreciated when I came in this house. She simply looked at me dead in my eyes and she said, well, I never know who's coming home. Yep, that hit hard. That was the that was story number one of hey, it was time for Eric to start start doing some some self discovery. The next time, as the the grief, those stages of grief started rolling in, and I stopped masking my pain with extra activities and more work and whatever. I found myself crying, sobbing in the floor. In a puddle of tears in my living room floor, I found myself sobbing. And I'll never forget it. I heard my son in the background ask my wife, what's wrong with dad? 
and I almost jumped, flew to my feet in that very moment because I knew once again it was time for Eric to start doing something with himself. He can't see, his son can't see his dad laying in the floor helpless and doing nothing to help himself. He can see dad cry. It's needed. He needs to see dad cry. But he can't, he can't just see his dad stay down. That's not going to happen. So dad, so I reached out finally, I reached out for, I went and got professional counseling, professional therapy. All right, I'm back. We're doing do a little, if you're watching on YouTube, the video quality quickly changed because I'm using the camera on my laptop now because I can't get my other other camera wasn't working right but I'm back so I found you know after finding myself on the on the in a puddle of tears on the floor and hearing my son say what's wrong with dad I reached out to for for professional counseling and I made it public I told people about it. I posted it on social media that I was doing so. And in, in hopes that other guys that I saw were also struggling but not doing anything about it would do something about it. And they did. So, you know, because as first responders, firemen, policemen, whatever, you know, what do we do? We'll freaking do everything. We'll lay our lives down on the line for somebody, for a complete stranger, but we won't do shit for ourselves, for our own families. You know, and that was when, it was like, it's time to, time to flip the switch, time to change, time to start spreading the message of being a good dad. Being a good man, being a good family man, helping yourself. So that's where Armed and Dadly came from. You know, I was, I, I was tired of seeing men just drinking themselves to death and abusing themselves and, you know, abusing, not necessarily physically abusing their families, but you know, not paying attention to your family, not paying attention to your kids, not being present. It's a form of abuse. Not showing up as the best man that you can be, the best man that you're pot, you're capable of being, that's a form of neglect. You know, we tell our kids every day they can go do and be and whatever they want, but we're not. So let's change it. Let's be a walking example, a walking resume of what's possible. Something that is worth for them to emulate. 
a shining light, a, an example, the standard that they should strive to want to be. And then we don't have to tell them what to do. We're just showing them every single day. Showing them what's possible. And they'll follow suit. So if this is this this episode is resonating with you, I've I've been dragging my feet on getting my coaching group up and rolling. And mainly because I have struggled with the fact that people are like, why are you charging money? And it's simple. It's because I am pouring my entire soul into this movement. Every ounce of my energy has gone into this movement for the last two years. And it's time to, to spread. It's time to grow. It's time to help others grow as well. I can't, and I need, I need you to invest. If as much as I've invested into this, I need to know that you're in. I need to know that you're committed. And I've paid coaches, and that's what made me get committed. Is to is to pay to play. And I'm past that limiting belief. So if that's you and you wanna jump on the jump on the train with me. You want to get fit. You want to strengthen your faith with God. You want to have a better relationship with your family, with your wife, with your kids. You want to crush your own self-limiting beliefs. And you you feel like you look around and nobody else is doing the same thing. Everybody else is just conforming to what society has told them to do. But that, you know, deep down in your heart, that's not you. And shoot me a DM on Instagram. Follow me over on Instagram at Armed and Dadly. And we'll get you, get you rolling. We'll get up. We're, we're going to grow together. This is a movement. We're going an army of men. We will be the strongest, most plentiful, most abundant group of dads on this planet. That's it. Speak it into existence and join me. Let's roll. Again, this was a very, very unscripted podcast with some hiccups with some recording issues. Guess what? Still doing it. Taking action. That's all you need to do. Just freaking send it. That's it. Send it. If you want to start a podcast, go start one. If you want to start a movement of your, your own, go do it. I can help you do it. Join me now. I'll show you what to do. We'll get you fit. We'll get your finances straight. We'll get you all of that. So I'll stop rambling, but I was keeping a promise to myself. 
in recording this episode as I said I was going to do. I don't know. Hopefully it records and posts appropriately. If it doesn't, that just means I need to re-record it once again. It's just the resistance trying to fight me. But you ain't going to beat me. Thanks again for listening to the Armed Daily Podcast. Once again, I am Eric Portwood, your host, your founder, and your creator of this movement. And I just want to walk shoulder to shoulder with you. I'll let you go ahead.